Um, I know we're supposed to give each other our, our gifts tomorrow so we can open them on the next show. Correct. I have, due to a fuck up, not on my part, actually. Never there, is your fault. No, this one, this one, the story will get told when we, when we tell the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, uh, thing. Um, it, it's, it might be here tomorrow. If it does, I'll, I'll, ra- I'll throw it in the exquisite wrapping paper that I have. Right. And bring it to the, sh- the store. If not, it's i don't know if you know how tracking works where like there seems to be two kinds of tracking there seems to be a tracking that it tells me every fucking movement my package makes like oh the 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 delivery man you know had got his tooth filled today and it's in saskatchewan and then like in an hour it's like it's still in saskatchewan now it's in wherever it's on its way to wherever tells you the whole thing this one is it left seattle Seven days later, it's in Philadelphia. Nothing in between. Right. I don't um, understand what, why yes. there's two kinds of traffic. I'm I'm well aware of that sort of thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. when I get something through Amazon, because I have the Amazon app on my phone, right? I get like those updates of when it uh get you know when it gets delivered. Like, oh, your package is out for shipping. Your package was delivered. It's like one of those gimmicks where, right? Um. With all the car stuff, and yeah, we'll figure this out here, but with all the car shit that I was having last week, and that's all been resolved for now, um, my dad was lamenting about the shitty jumper cables that he had, and my dad oh. is very difficult to shop for, as most fathers are, mm-hmm. and oh, and we'll have to cover this on this week's show, too, and I'll, we'll, we'll get to this shortly, but so I got him, like, fancy jumper cables, right? Top of the right. line, looked up, did, like, customer reviews, all that sort of shit, right? hmm So, Wednesday, when I left the shop was when my car was done. That's why I left in such a haste. Yes. And I would called you to let you know what was going on, because I knew you would care and or worried, or I didn't want you to just think that I was some sort of jerk-off. Right. No, I actually put two and two together mm-hmm. when you were on the phone. Right. And I knew it was the way the way you were talking. Like I knew it wasn't life or death. Yes. But I also knew you had to go. Plus, you told me, "Oh, I was only going to stay a few minutes, and then not me." A couple other conversations wrangled you in. Right. And then you were like, and then the phone rang, and I'm like, "That's his wife or somebody, and he's got to get going." And you were like, "You did the big wave as you backed out the door," and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, he's fine." And then the phone rang, and I'm like. Is, does this car need a jump or something? Right. Well, what it was, was I had taken the car to a local garage as opposed to the garage that I'd always taken it to just so that it would be closer to home. And they closed at 5. And I left work at 5 o'clock. They had not called. So I'm like, well, they're not going to call. Quarter to six, like, uh, quarter to six, they call. Or whatever right. the hell time it was. Like, way I late. I don't remember. Right. It was after, way after five. So I had already called everyone, both my wife and my dad. I'm like, no, they didn't call, so it looks like car's not going to be ready today. Mm-hmm. Was ready, had to go give them a card over the phone, which was a whole other mishigash in and of itself. Getting back the story on track. So that next day was when I ordered the jumper cables for my dad off the Amazon. They delivered it at Monday morning at like 6 a.m., which that seems weird. Which totally screwed me up. But because it's the holidays, 
they have, like, Amazon is paying the post office to have specific people that are going out just delivering their shit. Right. I even think, like, the post office is doing, because of that Sunday stuff. Yes, they're doing Sunday, but it's only Amazon stuff because, again, Amazon is paying that extra to have just their... Right. So, I... They are they are out and about at like five o'clock in the morning delivering packages, mm-hmm. which is and great, you know, if you're waiting on stuff and whatever. But what time are they out? You said I got the notification at six o'clock in the morning that the package was dropped off. Then at six oh five, the porch pirates set exactly seat. the porch <laughs> pirates. That's what you got to worry about mm-hmm. because I'm sure if I'm aware that they're making the deliveries this early, the porch pirates are as well. Mm-hmm. But where I'm going with that is when I get other things, whether it be stuff that's not shipped through Amazon, stuff through eBay, stuff through other types of sellers, and you get that tracking, and I like to keep track of it because they'll give you that estimated delivery time, and then you'll see that thing where it's like, oh, it's leaving Fort Wayne, Indiana on a Monday, right? Mm-hmm. And then three days later, it gets scanned, as you mentioned, somewhere else. It's like, well, what happened to it in those other days? Like, why was it not scanned? Who are these people? Right. But it's not even that. Like, some of them, it'll be like, it'll, it'll tell you. It'll get like, oh, it, it arrived. It's on its way to here. And then it's like, it got here. Now it's leaving here and it's in transit to there. And then there's other ones that just say, Arrived at post office, delivered. And I know that all that stuff for other tracking, it, it doesn't just go from Seattle or whatever to my Scranton post office. There's obviously stops in between, but I don't get any of those. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I, and it just, it bugs me because I don't know if it's, it's extra for that. Cause I would pay a dollar extra to know where it is every second of the day. But I, I don't know. So this is, you know, I, I don't like tracking and I've been buying a lot of stuff lately online and on eBay and off Amazon. So I'm like, oh, oh, my God. You know, we got to get the click throughs up, Joe, just so you know. <laughs> well, uh, you know, no, uh, n- not for nothing. They are and have been. Oh, good. Uh huh. It's got to be the A Todds with wrestling that's doing it. Mm hmm. Well, he, uh, Adam is ordering stuff through the scam. I, I don't know what's going on with you that your stuff's not showing up. Well, I think it might be because, like I said, I ordered mine with a payment plan. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe because it was five payments to $20, which I could up at any point, but I like the idea of not having to, at Christmas, yeah, pay, pay it all out at once. And I'm like, oh, well, next month I might be able to just pay it right off. But uh, it's like, you know, the as it ships, your card gets charged $20, then $20, then $20, then the last two, another 20 maybe, and then a $19.99. So I'm wondering if when you get the – when it's all paid off, if maybe it, it comes through, if you know what I mean, or – because I'm curious to see about that. Right, because I know when people will do, like, pre-orders for video games, mm-hmm. even though the game's not out for, like, another month, it shows up on the report because it's paid in full. Right, and I don't think it did. I actually went through the browser and not the app this time to make sure to see if that's what was happening. Right. 
So maybe maybe my name's on the the click through too, and that's why they won't let me buy off my uh, own. I've, you know, obviously, once you do your final payment and it shows up or doesn't show up, we'll figure it out. Right, because I'm going to order something else small for it, so that pro- that might come across. You know what I mean? We'll see. Yes. Once I get some some extra cash in the pocket after Christmas. You know how it is. We, we all can't be rich like the supposed to. Oh, yeah, exactly. So uh, with you mentioning all your money being tied up, of course, mm-hmm. how is fish math going? Because, again, this is actually going to come out closer to the fish math day than fish math eve, I guess. Okay. As, this, is how fi- this has been a unproductive fish math season. In a rarity, um, I got when I tweeted the first one. When I tweeted the first one, that was the first discussion of it all. And then, just yesterday, I got the second phone call. This was uh, Monday of this week, as this comes out on Friday. I got just one phone call. Come up for the, come up for the money. It's on the dresser because my father pays for the fish. He that's his. That's his tradition thing. I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. You go for it. It's like the way we've always done it. So whatever. I'm fine with that. But then that was it, Joe. That was it. Like I'm, I'm worried my father's losing a step because he was just basically like, well, uh, I know who's coming from like him and his wife, uh, my, my stepmother. He goes, so I don't know who's coming from your brother and your family. Whatever. Like obviously like, my, my sister-in-law's family and all that. So he's like, I guess you'll just figure it out that day. And he has not contacted me since. Um, he's also been very sick. And I don't mean like deathly sick. I just mean he caught something. So he's, he's home from work and he's not feeling good. So I have a feeling he not like getting out of bed and just like relaxing. So I think that has to be a big part of why the fish math communications are down this season. With your discussion of it the other day, I went to the local uh, Long John Silver's to get uh, lunch for myself. And they have daily specials and all this other stuff. A lot of things have changed since the last time I've been at the old uh, LJS. Right, they have the hot dogs now. Well, that's if it's in conjunction with like an A&W root beer sort of place. Yeah, you're wrestling buddies. Mm-hmm. A root beer wrestling, yes. Mm-hmm. But the the one down this way, down like music, right. that is like a full A&W. Like you can get burgers and all sorts of jazz. Right. That's up here too. Yeah, you can mix and match the stuff, sure. Yeah, I don't know if they still have the Frosty mugs, which upsets me. Uh, my dad lifted a bunch of those Frosty mugs, so he's got them at the house. When we go there for dinner <laughs> and my kid has his chocolate milk, it's in a opening week a&W frosty mug that was lifted from the place. Right, but you remember when they used to actually have them there to... I don't think they do that anymore. No, because my dad stole... At least the music one. They don't have them there anymore because my dad stole like six. Your dad was Captain Cold, took them all? Yes. Well, not all of them. No, I mean, every week he'd come in just... And then they're like, how come we don't have any cups left, John? Glasses left, Johnny. Mr. Sposto was in again. And, you know, a little petty theft, no big deal. Ah, you have did, no, I, did I talk about this? This came up on another podcast I was listening to. Some well, fancy steakhouse in California. 
they have it on their menu that the knives that they have for the steakhouse, mm-hmm. they specifically went out and got, like, the best knives possible. One, so you get, like, the premier cutting experience with your steak, whatever, whatever. How'd you find the steak, Joe? I moved the potatoes and there it was. <laughs> right. Uh, not to spoil this week's uh, main show in the football picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kid picked the Raiders to win. Oh boy, stupid and, kid. And he said a lot of times, like, he'll tell me that he picks, like, the Giants or the Eagles or whatever it is, because all of his little buddies in school like those teams. They're kids, they're local, you know, it's the teams, right? Mm-hmm. When you're a little kid, that's who you like. But he picked the Raiders, because I guess he just found out that his teacher likes the Raiders. His teacher has, like, a whole bunch of Notre Dame shit all over the place. Oh, he's Golden Domer. Right, but he's also a Raiders fan as well. Oh, I guess nobody can be perfect. And I said, I go, well, I go, oh, that's funny. I go, that's Todd's favorite team. And then I was going to tell them the joke that you'd had the other day about the only thing that they're beating is the grass or whatever it yeah. is. They're not playing football. They're out there running around killing grass. Right, right. I wanted to tell him that joke in the hopes that he would go back and say it to his teacher. And he <laughs> bolted the hell out of here. I think this is the last year of him doing the football picks. He is not into it at all. Uh, well, you never know. He might come around on his own. Because, like, you never know, he may get into football, like, talking to his friends, you know what I mean? You get that, get that, that filth on him from his other friends watching footballs on a Sunday. Or don't you let him out of the house on a Sunday? No, we're usually doing a bunch of other shit, like, uh, going oh. to the movies, going to my friend's Welcome. house, uh, playing the Pokemon. There you go. Yeah. But the season's almost over, ain't it? There's only, like, one more week after this? I think there's, uh... After the week that's coming up, yes, I think there's only one more. Yeah. Oh well, but I wanted to and tell then the that Raiders joke. are homeless. What? Oh, that's right. Their their new uh, field is not built in uh, Las Vegas. Right, and Oakland is okay. So the Raiders weren't supposed to move to uh, to Vegas at least till 2020. Mm-hmm. But because they're moving, Oakland decided, screw you, we're suing you. Because you're moving and blah, blah, blah. There's a whole bunch of things behind it. And because of that, Oakland might play all away games next year. Because literally my team is so shitty, they might be homeless next year. Well, I know the press conference happened last week. But I know that they have a home if they want to go to the XFL. I'm sure Vince will take them in, give them a new stadium somewhere. Oh, was that Vince or Jay Moore doing Vince? Because it sounded perfect. How dare you? Go fuck How yourself. Dare I? <laughs> I had one person call me Sam Roberts today. I got you calling me Jay Moore. Will the indignity never end? Is, is, is Sam Roberts, wasn't he in The Big Lebowski? I don't even know who the hell you're reaching for on this one. Oh, no. The, uh, but anyway, go ahead. So, enough of this horse shit. It's time for the last movie of the year. Scrooge. No, no, no. Now, Scrooge was never on the list, right? I just figured you would have picked something Christmassy for me. No, no. Now, there was a but this this was always the floating pick after you uh took Dragnet from me. That's right. I intercepted Dragnet right. and took it in for a touchdown. So once you took Dragnet, like everything else on the schedule moved up. Mm-hmm. And this was, like, a bunch of other spots that it could have been filled by. There was a list of, like, I had, like, a list of 15 movies. 
Uh, I could have did like layup movies, uh, you know, your no holds barred stuff like yeah. that. Uh, I was gonna pick Rocky Horror Picture Show in there. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. It's been a while since I've seen that. It's an enjoyable film. Never saw Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. Uh, I know other people had suggested that I give you uh, films like The One and Only. Are you familiar with this film? No. Uh, it's a movie from the early 80s where Henry Winkler plays an amalgam of a whole bunch of different wrestlers, specifically Gorgeous George from the 40s and 50s. Okay. Where he has, like, the pompadour wig and, the you know, it's all this other bullshit with it. But it's just, like, it's Henry Winkler, the Fonz, as a professional wrestler, like, right before the pro wrestling boom happened, right? Oh, he was too he's too early. He had his finger on the pulse, but... Right. Vince would have hired him right up. Uh, what else was on the list? A lot of the stuff that I thought of, it was like, no, nah, I can't do it because they did it on uh, other podcasts. And in my mind, I'd be like, no... We can't because then I'll start like lifting their shit for my jokes, you know, like subconsciously. Right. And I don't want to be accused of plagiarism, mm -hmm. but I also wanted it to be a good movie, an enjoyable movie. Uh, and it is a good movie and an enjoyable movie, but I don't think it's, it was a successful film by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, primarily because while it was distributed by the good people of the Paramount Corporation, uh, this film is on YouTube free and clear. <laughs> uh, it's not one of those things where it's like in a different language or you click on the thumbnail and it goes to like the, the weird thing where like three fourths of the screen is like some sort of other thing. And then a little tiny screen in the upper right hand corner is the movie itself or it's not in like 16 parts on YouTube. It's one full thing right through. Um, and it'll be in the show notes if you are so inclined, you know, if you can't just type the name of this movie into your your YouTube and it's the first result that comes up. Your Duck Duck Go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you don't going through Duck Duck Go to YouTube is, you know, kinda two steps defeats the purpose. Uh however, a lot of build up with this, and we'll do the gimmick next week where we kind of go over, you know, like we did with Johnny Dangerously. It's like, oh, here's when it opened, and here's all this other shit, and here's what else opened around it. Mm -hmm. I, Todd, like sketch comedy. Uh, you may not know that because most, like, the biggest purveyor of sketch comedy these days, Saturday Night Live, is and has been terrible for the better part of the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, with a few glimmering glimpses here and there, but the majority of it is terrible, and I can't watch it. I've tried. Uh, I'm with you. But in the 90s, early to mid-90s, there was a lot of other attempts at replicating the success of Saturday Night Live during a really hot period. Uh, you had your Mad TVs. Fantastic show. Right. Eh, hit or miss. Uh, I think it holds up, there's skits, skits that hold up better today only because I don't think a lot of people were watching it. Mm -hmm. uh, even though there was heavy influence of the world of professional wrestling because Brett the Hitman Hart was friends with Will Sasso. Mm -hmm. And they would run angles during skits that would pay off on like three weeks later's episodes of Monday Nitro. Okay. And, and like even me as a, a sketch comedy fan... And as a professional wrestling fan, I'm like, this is bullshit. I hate this. Like, don't oh. mix these two. Okay. Never the two should intertwine. 
Mr. Show is another great one. Uh, Mr. Show is a great uh, sketch comedy show from HBO. And there's many others that I'm not remembering or I'm overlooking or whatever it is. Uh, but there was a, there was one in particular that I loved. Absolutely. And I think a lot of other people probably loved it as well. And they had a movie as well. And the movie was a, 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 a thin premise with a lot of skets, a lot of skits, right? A lot of them doing characters, a lot of wig work, good wig work. And again, this is a movie that came out like 1996. And the wig work in 1996 in this feature film was a thousand times better than the wig work that we see on some of the TV shows that we watch and review on the other show. Mm-hmm. The I movie... think I know it. Go ahead. I think I know what it is now, but go ahead. Is it? I, I don't think it's in your envelope because the movie that we'll be watching and discussing next week is Kids in the Hall Brain Candy. Uh-huh. Aha. Not... Have you ever seen that film? No, I've never seen that film because I did not see a lot of uh, Kids in the Hall because I did not have the hobo when I was a kid or even in that era. I don't think I've ever had HBO in this house and I've lived here all my life. Um, so I didn't get to see like I knew of Kids in the Hall, but never really watched it. I know later uh, after like maybe their first season on HBO they did take a lot of their stuff and cut them up a little bit and put MTV? them on CBS. Mm-hmm. So it was on regular network for a little bit. And then, you know, everybody in Kids in the Hall went on to varying levels of success here, there, and everywhere. Uh, did you ever see the movie Sky High? Yes. That has, like, all the Kids in the Hall, plus Bruce Campbell, plus... Kurt Russell plus Linda uh, Linda Carter in it. Mm-hmm, right. Such a good movie. Wasn't on the list, but again, that was it's just like a that would have been just a dumb feel good movie. Uh, but let me read to you here, Todd, the plot synopses of this film as I pull this up, and I had to go grab your uh, envelope as well. It's this, not that one. So. I know it's not. You would have said, "Go get that envelope and open that up." Would I have said it that way, Joe? Would I have said it that way? No, that's Jay how Moore, you're I was not, gonna say that's right? how Jay Moore would have said you said it as. <laughs> okay. Are you opening the envelope or are you gonna leave it so closed? I don't know what you're doing. No, I'm gonna open it up, but I wanted to open up this information on the old rotten tomatoes about uh kids in the hall of brain candy. Now see I'm supr- okay, so I'm surprised by this. It's a 33% with the critics, but right. 77% with the audience, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised by that because this is, I'm surprised the audience scores as high as it is. Well, and also you have to go by what's, was it like a hundred people who, you know what I mean? Who, um, some... Okay. So with critics, it's 35 reviews. Right. And then the audience score, it doesn't say how many people reviewed it from the audience let me see if i can access see, like, those numbers what if it's like like you know seven people who reviewed it and it was like five super fans who like <laughs> right right i wish it was mm-hmm. but again still the audience score yeah again there's it doesn't give a number it just says view all audience reviews Go there's and a lot count of pages. Them. There's there's 25 pages of audience reviews. Well, then there you go. It's and a bigger sample size. 15 reviews on each thing. 
right? And it's probably like Joe Sposto, Leonard yeah. F. Chikarsen, words. Oh, and the other thing, I said 96. The movie actually came out in 99 and mm-hmm. didn't get a, a DVD release until 2002. So wow. they sat on this for three and a half years before putting it out on DVD. Or they tweaked it for three years to get it perfect. Oh, my goodness. I don't think that's what happened. You don't know. So the plot of this film... Oh, my goodness. So here's the info on Rotten Tomatoes about this. It says, Canadian comedy favorites Kids in the Hall make their feature film debut in this acid-laced social satire of modern science and big business. The five troopers play 32 different roles as they chronicle the desperate attempts of a pharmaceutical company teetering on the brink of financial ruin to stay afloat. Okay, I don't know about the acid-laced social satire, but there certainly is a lot of that in in this. Uh, not the acid part, but that's a pretty good synopsis. But again, it's a light through line through the film. Mm-hmm. It's it's no Kentucky Fried movie, I'll bet though. Hmm. No, because Kentucky Fried movie really had no plot. It was just like a series of things. This at least has a thread through everything. More like a Monty Python. Yeah, but like I said, this is on uh, YouTube for free. Just put Kids in the Hall brain candy, and it's the first thing that comes up. I can't wait. But even if you're too lazy for that, I'm going to put the link to it uh, hidden in the show notes. Oh, well hidden, I hope. So hidden, I can't find it. So I'm opening up Todd's envelope. envelope. This was a throwaway one. I I had no guess. You just had a random thing? Yes. Now, see, and that's another, this is a good one. Nothing but trouble would have been a great one, but they, I, I, like, they've done that on Red Letter Media. They've done that on How Did This Get Made. They did this on all these different things. And to me, I just don't feel we, two schlubs with a microphone, two microphones between us, <laughs> would have been able to kind of, like, to me, there was no more that I could say about that film because I've heard it all, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I had other guests. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was the one that was, that I wasn't, like, I pretty much guessed a couple of them, but just by no, like, you know, talking to you over the years, but I was like, eh, this could be on the list. Like, if you hadn't heard, like, if, on those other podcasts, uh, to me, in my mind, this could be on your list. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it might, it would, might have been on mine for a little bit. You know what I mean? So, but what are you going to do? Right. How so, long is uh, Strangers with Candy? Is uh, it Kids in the Hall Brain Candy? It's 90 minutes. Oh, too long. Mm-hmm. It's actually an hour 28, 24. I was hoping for the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. No. We were actually, my kid was watching Teen Titans go to the movies before we started doing the podcast today. Right. And my wife was like, yeah, I liked it. It was maybe a little bit too long. And the movie, I think, is like 82 minutes. <laughs> it's Jonah Hexley. Oh, my goodness. And I, I, I kind of agree with her. In the fact that the that show works in its little, like, 10 to 12-minute increments. Right. You get in, you get out, you got your one or two gags, you maybe throw, like, something in the background, and you're done. 
the movie having a plot narrative and thread means they actually had to acknowledge the plot narrative and thread. And again, there's a bunch of jokes in there. Like, there's even a Stanley cameo in the movie. <gasps> right. One of his last sad. Well, actually, uh, you know, and we're not going to talk about it here because Todd didn't get a chance to see it. But of course, uh, for right now, every, every movie since Stanley has passed, everyone's like, oh, it's his last cameo. It's like he had a cameo in Into the Spider-Verse. I'm sure he's going to have a cameo in... Uh, Avengers. Cap- in, well, in, in uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. In, Inven- in Avengers. In Spidey 2. You know, I'm sure they've all been filmed and all in the can, right? And they probably have, I hope it's long enough to make this joke. They probably have him like sculpt, like the, the digitally sculpted. They did the, the thing and they have his voice like in a synthesizer and they could just do whatever they want with him now. He's essentially going to be a Toy Story character that they can just insert into any movie at any time. That's right. He's just running through like the, like the next Saw movie. Excelsior! Right. But the one through line that, in addition to the uh, Stanley having a cameo in Teen Titans Go to the Movies and uh, Into the Spider-Verse, Nick Cage voices a character in both those films as well. Fantastic. Yes. All right, so that's enough of this damn show. I think Todd had other stuff to discuss uh, before I sprung the show on him. And I didn't say it at the beginning, but this has been <laughs> Long Box Heroes After Dark, episode 213. Uh, you know, longboxheroes.com, pseudomenamenetwork.com, the Amazon click-through, all the different places that you can get the show, uh, you know, the website, RSS feed, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Player FM, Todd, we're everywhere, god damn it. Oh my god, we're just slopping over with mm-hmm. places to, to listen to our dulcet tones. Right, and I will say this, uh, I did get a lot of feedback uh, from the uh, the manual masturbator machine that someone bought oh. through our click-through last week. <laughs> yes. And a lot, lot, of, lot of feedback, nobody <laughs> admitting the purchase, which is fine, I understand. I, I don't care what you purchase, you know, you, you, you tell us you bought food for your dog and you're proud of it, that's great. This one you want to keep secret, I understand, but keep buying them through or click through. If another item like this is purchased, I promise the After Dark, I will read more of the reviews. Oh, I love uh, I love the reviews. I might even take a shot at reading one or two if you, if you, uh, you know, you buy some more. Right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, After Dark. Uh, Enjoy your holiday. The holidays are upon us. Christmas is right around the corner. And uh, get ready and watch uh, Kids in the Hall Brain Candy with the family this Christmas. See you next week, everybody.